All right, y'all. Welcome back to another episode of Boss Talk. Let's get it. Y'all know how we like to do. Let's get right into it with another banger from Dirk, obviously. Boobs hasn't heard this one, so I'm excited for this. I always like to put him on some new shit. He don't know the new generation of hip-hop. No. So it's I usually, like to put him on a little bit. It's usually pretty late on my Spotify playlist. Right. I love like hearing his music. It's like old Big Sean. Sometimes it's new Big Sean. Let me drop something. Uh, look at how he's fucking doing it. It looks like he's got millions of dollars on his neck. Damn. I mean, it's just wild. Because wedding rings... I gotta pause for a second. Wedding rings can go up to millions of dollars. Kim Kardashian's wedding ring is like millions of dollars. Mm-hmm. How is it that that's significantly smaller than even one of the chains that he has on his neck? But it's worth the, more. Yeah, but the ring's worth more. Is it the clarity of the cut? Um, honestly. It's semantics of this. Diamonds. Yeah, this turns into, it's all perception of value. Right. Someone's going to say, yeah, it's this and this. It's crazy, something. though. And someone else is going to turn around. Let's get a brand up, boobies. I want some of this. Yeah, I love it. Make sure your mic's not down. Y'all is crazy. That's that's enough. Y'all get the gist. Check out this this new Dirk song. Piss me off. This shit go. Which brings me to my next point. That apparently uh, the feds are watching Chicago music videos to see who's beefing with who and who's bragging about who. Uh, because they're basically snitching on themselves. For some reason, there's a culture in Chicago, um, Chicago hip-hop, the drill hip-hop scene, that is like they really want to be about that shooter life for whatever reason and brag about it. It's incriminating. It's stupid. Luck, I mean, luckily, Dirk has, you know, he's gotten some trouble, but he hasn't been put away for a long time, but his affiliates have, and that's why I do got to give credit to uh, to Sosa, to Chief Keef. You don't know much about Chief Keef, do you? I only know the name, but... You haven't heard much songs? No, I heard Chief Keef like years ago on a track with Kanye, and that was about it. Okay. Yeah, Sosa, Sosa, like the kids love Sosa. Mm-hmm. Um, and when he first came out, he was all about the same gang shit, killing niggas shit, but he... He's been relevant. He's kind of in his own stratosphere. He's been relevant and uh, stayed out of trouble for a good amount of time. So I got to give credit to Sosa. I do got to give kudos to him for, um, for still having that same, you know, uh, authenticity and uh, still being hard. Niggas still fucking with him, but staying out of trouble. You don't have to be stupid to, uh, to be cool. You know what I'm saying? That was the first point. 
Uh, have you heard any of this new Young Thug album? No. You haven't? No. You, but you watch, your boy made a review? He made a reaction to like the right. album. You watched some of it? I watched my, probably like the first. Okay. Got you. A little bit of the intro. I don't necessarily care for reaction videos. Right. Right. Too many people's opinions on music because it's art. Art is Facts. art. So I never really care to watch any of that. I'll just listen to music and make my own opinions. I only watch reviews when it comes to like tech and gear. Gotcha. Honestly, I heard the album. To me, it's mids. It was just whatever. There was two songs that I like, uh, but that's not saying very much. If it's two songs out of the whole, whole album, album. Yeah, you know not, what I'm saying? And I'm a huge Young Thug fan. Young Thug is nice. Young Thug is not just nice. I think Young Thug is the voice of that new generation of Atlanta. You know, it was hmm. really really the South. Really, for me, it went, I guess if you want to give it a T.I., you can give it a T.I. from back in the day. But after T.I., it went Lil Wayne was in his own stratosphere. Then, after Wayne, in my opinion... Well, Gucci too, sure. I'm like, I'll give it a Gucci and Juicy J and all those dudes. But Young Thug kind of took it from there. Wasn't Future from the South too? Yeah, you're right about Future. I forget about Future. Future, future too. Yeah, Future, future from Atlanta. Really? Um, but after Future came Young Thug. And all these kind of what I call Young Thug babies, the Sabibis of the world, um, you know, all these, even uh, Gunna. Uh, little baby, they're all young thug babies. So we wouldn't have the hottest guys right now if it wasn't for thuggers. So I got to give credit where credit's due. It wasn't my favorite thug album by any means, but it's still thug. So you know, uh, I do think that's why I played Dirk to open up the whole joint today because, in my opinion, I think Dirk is the hottest rapper right now. Okay, it goes little baby and Dirk. Who would you say is the hottest rapper right now? I have no idea. I wouldn't even okay. want to venture guesses. I'll rephrase. Not who the hottest rapper is to the masses, but who's the hottest rapper to you right now? Other than obviously Drake. Drake's a given. Uh, I'm not really listening to anybody relatively new right now. Okay. Well, that's new You're still kind of stuck in that 2010 Big Sean... <laughs> Who else do you fuck with? I mean, right now... Always like Eric Billinger. Yeah, well, right now there's been a lot more of a... What is that? Like kind of a dance hall vibe with a WizKid, Burner Boy. Okay, okay. I mean, I've been listening... That's not old. No, that's been the newest thing that I've listened to the most lately. That's the vibe. Popcon, you fuck with Popcon? I probably heard a song of it. I don't know Burn the Boy. How about Burn the Boy? Yes. You fuck a Burn the Boy. I've got a couple tracks. Yeah, he's nice. On my playlist. Burn the Boy is nice. I saw an actually... Wizkid really on fire right now with his last album. Wizkid is hot. Yeah, because Wizkid's got that one song with Thames that everybody fucks with. Yeah. Thames is blowing up too. Thames got a song with Brent Fias that's really, really nice. But back to Burn the Boy, I actually watched... Architectural Digest, which is like a New Age Crips for Burner Boy. And uh, his place in, I think it's from Africa, mm-hmm. he's ridiculous. Yeah. Obviously, I'm sure the real estate in Africa is significantly cheaper than uh, America, in Cali, in New York. Whatever. Still, well, that's the point I'm trying to make. Still nice. Is that that's why he was able to go ham over there. Yeah. He's got a whole fucking estate that would probably cost 10 times the amount if he did that in America. But he's, you know, fuck it. He's from there. Rep. Rep your city. I ain't mad at right. it. You know what I'm saying? He's probably got the nicest place 
in, I don't, is he from Nigeria? I don't really care to look it up, but I think he's from somewhere in Africa, other than people who are royalty. So I would imagine that creates a, a target on his back as well. So good luck to you, Burn Boy. Uh, moving on. Uh, Adele sets the Spotify record for most streams in one day. That's Go pretty Adele. cool. I wonder if Drake was punched in the air. Nah. Because Drake had that record, right? Yeah, he did. As of two weeks ago. Then that's great. It's, I mean, honestly, once you get the record, yeah. does it really matter so much no. to how long you no. keep the record for? No. And when you're at that level? Yeah, it ain't I really mean, anything. He's winning. Exactly. He's already won by right. having breaking the record. She breaks. Great. It's something to hit higher for the right. next album. Right, 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 right. But I don't really think like they really care about it like that. Like when they when those people are artists and they're putting out quality work or putting out their work, I I don't think they're thinking whether or not this is going to go number one. We're like, we're just trying to put out quality work. You don't think at that level that all they strive for is number one and how long they they can keep it there. Not if you're a true artist, no. Right. That's the question is, does art get convoluted with business at that level? It, it, it must. It can. And there's for many people, it does. Right. Um, I mean, you see in one, some cases, you'll have one-hit wonders. They don't ever come back because they don't know how to either make good music or understand the business to carry on. Yeah. But Fetty Wap. Dej well, Loaf. He, he wasn't a one-hit wonder. He Rich was Homie Kwan. Rich Homie, well, I feel like There's most of those guys... a few of those guys. Trinidad James. Right. A few of those I feel like those dudes. guys weren't necessarily one-hit wonders as much as they were, like, 15 minutes of fame. Got it. Yeah, because they had a couple of hits within that 15 yeah, minutes. Yeah, or, or they'd be on tracks with other people. They'd be collaborating. Yeah. So that, that's a smarter yeah. move of the new generation, is that they don't necessarily have to be one-hit wonders. Yeah. They know how to be on tracks and collaborate. Um... But, Fetty had a song with Drake on it, even, when he was doing his thing. Wow. Well, In that 15 I minutes. I think he's putting out another album. Or I think I saw that he's Yes, you're right, but no one cares. <laughs> it didn't break any records. Sorry, no, Fetty Wap. You don't care. I don't fucking care. I mean, I might listen to it later if it drops on my yes. Spotify. As long as it's like 2014 and earlier, this is your guy. Well, you know what? It, He'll it'll, listen. It'll get onto my uh, New Music Friday playlist or... Um, Whatever the new music playlist oh, is. Um, speaking of Adele, you know who Rod Wave is? Yes. I love that. Um, I don't Ro listen to Rod Wave, but okay. I know who he is. Well, he's nice. He's dope as fuck. You should. Uh, Rod Wave, he did an impromptu cover of an Adele song. He said he would love to work with her. And apparently Adele heard it. She's like, yo, I'm down to fucking work with Rod Wave. Wow. The, Rod Wave's a fucking hood Singer, this, rapper. Is, is this is this the new age Mariah when that happened? Because remember, no, take it back. Remember when Mariah first did a collaboration with a hip hop artist? That was a big thing. I'm 27 years old. How, okay. How, what year is this? Nineties. Uh, yeah, Maybe. dude, I would have been four. Okay, but that was one of the first no big things that, that made uh, hip hop a pop thing. Okay. Was the crossover with Mariah? With who? Who was it? Uh, old Dirty Bastard. Uh, okay. I can't remember the song. People are going to hate me. I'm sorry. But, ODB. But um, was it fantasy? No. But whatever it was, Ooh, it was major at the time. When you say this, this, this sounds like a, a remake of that because it's okay. New Age. I'll give you that. Queen of pop or, or soulful yeah. singing. And then 
Rod is your hip hop guy. Yo, so too. you're right. Adele Loki currently is the queen of soul. I would probably say that. I feel comfortable to say that. That's kind of shitty for black women. I mean, she'd be right up there with Beyonce, but Beyonce don't have anything out Beyonce's right now. Beyonce's a pop artist at this point. Hmm. I don't even consider uh, Beyonce a R&B artist anymore. I think she's a strictly so a pop artist. So then why is she that and not, why is Adele not pop? Why is Adele so uh, Adele's not, not dancing. And Adele's not doing the things that Beyonce... Beyonce is a sex symbol. She's dancing. She's doing the single ladies. Mm. She's doing the splits. She's twerking. Adele's not doing any of that. Adele's literally sitting in a chair and serenading the audience. Right. Hmm. Old school. Okay. I'd rather have that. So then I guess guess we could say that she's the queen of soul right now. Loki. Yeah, black women do better. (laughs) Please take her spot. We don't need a white woman being the queen of soul. Oh. Aretha, Aretha passed, correct? Uh, I have no idea. I'm I sure. think Aretha Franklin passed. R.I.P. R.I.P. Which makes Adele the queen of soul. Moving on. Wow. That became offensive for no reason. That's the beauty of life. I think you can find an offense in anything. Kim Kardashian is making a rap song. That's unnecessary. I saw that you sent me that. I sent you that. I didn't want to watch it. I'm noticing, I think she's trolling all of us. Honestly, I think ever since SNL, she's like, you know what? I'm going to take it up a couple of notches. Fuck it. That worked out well for her. She acquired new fans. New fans being male fans who didn't respect her or didn't care for her before. I think now people are like, hey, she's kind of funny. Male fans respect her for this? I'm not, uh, I should not say respect. I say at least they think she's funny. At I least, guess. you know, she's like, If hey, you're getting a good laugh out of it, go she's ahead. She's a beautiful woman, and she's kind of talented. I think that's kind of where people are with her. Now, I don't think she's taking the rap thing seriously by any means. I think it's just for fun. I think it's a troll. The irony Maybe she's is, trolling Kanye. Right. Imagine if the song's fucking decent. Imagine if the song's better than some of the songs on Donda. I won't go that far. But what I will say is imagine if it's decent, just like people didn't expect her to be funny. And she was decent on SNL. I guess when you uh, set a low bar, decent is great. Oh, you're right. Yeah. I mean, we That's the brilliance behind the family. They set a low bar we don't in terms of talent. Much. We don't expect much from them right. at this point because I think for so many years everyone questioned, why are they famous? What are they good at? Yeah, other than What's their sexy? talent? Like, right. Uh, the joke was their talent was just sex or who they dated. Or the sex tape. That exactly. Put her on. Put her right. and the fam on. Turn it. The, the, where the blue lights are facing Copy. you. Um, so we'll see. We'll give Kim K the benefit of the doubt, given the fact that she did decent on SNL. We'll give the benefit of the doubt. Uh, Netflix employees walk out over the Chappelle special as of yesterday. I'm still in shock. I, I still don't get it. I I like want someone to point out what was the offensive part. Just just Yeah. You know what I heard from somebody? We don't choose how others are offended. Exactly. I understand that. That I get. But if we don't know what was offensive, how are we supposed to know what things to correct? Well, because again, I thought he approached the whole thing well, tastefully, uh, was careful with his wording, and 
and it felt like there were, I was coming from a place of trying to ha- uh, bring understanding mm. to a point of view and speak on an experience, in right. which case I completely was there and, and heard what he was saying. I didn't take offense. Now, again, obviously I'm not trans, so I'm not offended by it, but, you know, if, if, if a white person says the N-word, I know what was offensive. I don't know where, what was offensive about yeah. it. I wonder if the trans community, or at least some people in the trans community. Just don't like being talked about? Exactly. Just like how black people feel, white people, just keep our names out your mouth. So just don't bring it up? I think that's maybe where they're at with it. Don't bring it up unless you're going to... Empower? Empower and uh, align with the ideology that they are a woman now, if that's what they want to be, or they are a man now. Because, you know, there, yeah. there's a lot of people, mm-hmm. um, ourselves included probably, who uh, I could respect that you believe you're trans, but I still feel like biologically you are this. You are, you know what I'm saying? And I think for them, that is transphobic. Just even having that thought or expressing that uh, opinion is transphobic. You have to align with them entirely, even if you feel like they should have uh, uh, equal rights and all these things. You know, and I'm not saying it's right or wrong, right. but I, I mean, I'm saying I think that's their perspective. Right. It, that's a little forceful way to go about it. I mean, and then you. I feel like that's a very slippery slope because you can get into these little, hmm. Because I mean, ideally, you still should be able to respect other people's beliefs and opinions. And if somebody else is wanting to say something or believe something, you can't necessarily force them again. But as long as each side respects each other, I mean, I guess to your point, it was, was like, well, if he's saying he doesn't believe this, that's disrespectful to us because that's not acknowledging our existence. Exactly. Yep. Or their experience. Or their experience. Yeah. So I think what I'm going to try to do is just try to keep the name out of my mouth. I'm sorry. Keep, yeah, keep their name out of my mouth. That's what I'm going to try to do. As we're talking about it? As we're talking about it. <laughs> the irony. The only reason why we brought it up is because it's a talking point. Right. No, in terms of us, we're talking about their yeah. reaction but we don't ever talk about it. Right. Exactly. We yeah. don't talk about it. It's never, it doesn't affect us. Yeah. I don't know. Um, I do want to move on to Bobby Schmurda and what the fuck is going on with this guy. What's happening? You're not aware? He's twerking yeah. all over America. Bobby Schmurda got released from prison... And it oh, seems no. like every chance he can get, he's not just dancing. Bobby Shmurda was always known for his dancing, but he's literally twerking. And I'm excited to play this fucking video. Oh, no. Oh, yes. No, that's not something I want to see. Get ready for this one. I just don't understand why. I mean, he literally fucking starts in a back bend, bro. Why ain't no way, bro? Why ain't no way, This nigga drops into a split. Why ain't no way, why ain't no way, boy? Oh man, oh man, oh man, oh man, oh man. I don't know who's doing yes. this damn voiceover. This nigga's stupid. Hey, I see this. 
What happened to the hot nigga? What happened to the hot nigga? They can look back at it. You saw him look back at it? Yeah. Wow. He started in a back bend and then dropped into a fucking split and then started twerking and looked back at it. I don't know, dude. I don't know what's going on with Kodak from last week, Schmurder from this week. I think, I think jail exposed another side to him. Is that what you think? That's the obvious thing. Are you well, saying you think his booty cheeks got took? Did you see the way he throwed it around? Is that what this nigga saying? Look at him. <laughs> his booty cheeks could have got took. He's not the biggest guy. The way he the way he flipped around and looking back, mm-hmm. like we have to keep in mind, he didn't just go to jail, he went to prison for a good amount of time. I'm not even trying to be funny here. I just it's it's completely possible. Yeah. That he could have got robbed of his booty virginity. <laughs> I don't know. I wish him the best. His I'll be B-card. praying for him. Um, ooh, while we're here, I actually wanted to show you guys, uh, you know what? <laughs> now that I think about it, we have it here. I don't think this Kim K song is going to be any good. Let's see. Can we hear something? Let's see. Yeah. yeah. Ah, we might have an issue with the, it's okay. You guys can look it up in your own time. Um, we'll see. I wish everybody the best. At this point in my life. I want, to, I want the best for everybody. Yeah. Anybody who... Um, really just everybody. We wish well on everyone. Because I was going to say, you know... Well, the child molesters and those guys. I don't wish good on them. They deserve... For some reason... That's what, thought, that's what popped in my mind, right? Because They are people as well. So I don't wish well on everybody. But most people. Most sane people who wouldn't... Uh, maliciously seek harm on others. Fair? Absolutely. Fair. Moving on. Uh, Southwest. Oh, this is good. This is new news. The irony is we had the talking point was different yesterday, and I'm glad that Southwest changed their stance. Southwest dropped their vaccine. I'm sorry. Southwest dropped their vaccine mandate for employees. Oh. Um, Good job. The CEO states, we never wanted to do the mandate. But Biden forced my hand. That's Under hilarious. The yeah. Wow. Well, you just give a big F you to Biden. Right. This whole thing is gonna get messy, man. This this vaccine mandate that's it's messy already. It it's it's only gonna get worse. Like as we approach this November fourth for California. Right. I hear In and Out's not doing it, I think, right? Right. And, uh, What's happening November fourth again? Remind us. That's when the LA mandates kick in for all the places like to show proof of vaccination or a gotcha. negative test and you know to go to restaurants, yeah. bars, movies, yeah. gyms, yeah. all of it. So I feel like the closer we get to that, the more issues you're going to have. And somehow there's going to be a clash because like Southwest lost probably how much money for a, a strike and then had to pull back the mandate in order to, to retain business. Because I think they canceled the day of flights. Right. Because I think a bunch of people walked out. Everybody's striking, huh? We got Netflix yeah. employees, Southwest. Southwest won, though. Southwest the won. The, the film industry is trying to have a strike or is on pause for a strike. I think there's talks or new contracts. It's unrelated, though. I'm just saying there's a lot of strikes. Fair enough. Um, yeah, man. I mean, I've literally had... The vaccine, uh, like the closest vaccine place to get it, 
on my Google tabs open for like the past week. Cause I am, I'm about 90% there that I'm going to do it. I just haven't done it. I don't like needles. That's really the only thing at yeah, this point. I'm not a fan of needles. If there was like yeah. a pill I can take or something like something I could drink, I'd be down. Yeah, needles are my uh, no. one of my bigger fears too. And then I listen to a lot of fucking Joe Rogan, and I hear all this negative stuff about the vaccine, and it feels like he's kind of gone. He's inadvertently taken the stance of anti. I'm not gonna say anti-vax, but um, vax is not necessary. Because the other side is shoving the vax down his throat so much that yeah. he's like, hey, 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 you know, maybe I am a little bit anti-vax. Well, again, nobody really likes being forced to do something, especially no. medically, especially if they also feel like it doesn't affect them that yeah. way. Yeah. A lot of people who have healthy immune systems, who take care of themselves, would feel um, threatened and imposed by this because it's like, yo... I take care of myself. I don't need you guys telling me what I need to put in my body right. because I take care of myself. Right. You don't know what's good for me. Some You don't know if I'm going to have an adverse reaction to that. And if there is, I can't sue anybody. Right. So, And he makes a good point that he just got over COVID. His antibodies are extremely high. So he feels fine. Of it's course. not only that he feels fine. He's actually more protected now with the COVID antibodies than he than would be with the vaccine. vaccine. That's the yeah. irony. What are you gonna do? That's the that's the thing of life. That's why this this all this forcing people shit with the uh, mandates, it's gonna get real real messy. Right. Like yeah. it's this is a huge problem. It's it's security versus privacy right now, hmm. and it only seems to gonna get keep getting worse. Look at this: Chicago threatens to withhold retirement benefits from police officers who would rather retire than submit to city's vaccine mandate. Just. That's crazy. Like, you're fucking with people's lives, their money, their, their like health, food. their resources. Like, what the f... This is their decision. You can't force people on a personal decision. It's like, if you're my employer and you say, okay, if you want to be employed by me, uh, you have to get vaccinated. I have every right to quit. Right, and leave. I'm not going to get my severance package now. Right, that's... That's unrelated. It's exactly. I quit. I'm not yelling at you. I'm not. Right. You know, I, I'm didn't, not I didn't force forcing it. my I opinions on you. I didn't necessarily do anything wrong. This is this is too much. This strong arming. Absolutely. Insane. This is some like gang mentality. That's shit. your girl, bro. Lori Lightfoot. That's your girl. Not your girl, but that's the people's girl. Y'all voted her in Chicago. I don't even know who that is. You haven't seen her. Is that the mayor or something? Yeah, you got to see her. She looks like a fucking Batman villain, dude. It's insane. I feel like I have seen her. You though. have. The black woman who wears those ill-fitting suits? Yeah. yeah. She's scary looking. Yeah, I've seen her. Uh, yeah, this is all her fucking doing. It's crazy. It's, you have all these little mini tyrants in all these liberal cities. They're saying, no, you do it my way or the highway, motherfucker. Yeah. That's not cool. Not at all. Uh, moving on from the COVID talk. Uh, the NBA season is back, and Westbrook has six points in 35 minutes in the season opener. I'm going to blame our loss on you, Westbrook. <laughs> you have to. You have six points. You damn near played the whole entire game with six points. I wonder, mind you, Westbrook, athletically, may be the most gifted guy in the league. Athletically. Pound for pound. People will say LeBron, obviously. 
But I'm saying pound for pound, given his size and stature. Okay. But he's never won a ring. I don't even think he's been like in the second round of a uh, playoff. Of the playoffs. I mean, that's why he's here at the Lakers, right? Yeah, right. Because it should be like a gimme. Right. But I just wonder if he's not a winner, or if he doesn't have that winning mindset, or if he's totally fine getting paid the uh, exorbitant amount of money that he's getting paid and just dressing in these insane outfits pregame and just, you know, living the life. I think he's got three houses in L.A. He's he's done well for himself. I think there might be, I don't know, I'm going to just shout out a number. There might be 5% of the NBA that or of any professional league that really, really wants to win a chip. The rest of the 95% of the other guys, they're happy just getting paid. That's true. And I wonder if he's in that 95%. The irony is he, he's in the 5% of talent. But when it comes to mindset, I wonder if he's in that 95%. You don't watch too much basketball, so I wonder if I can relate it in a football term for you. I mean, no, Terrell I Owens, it. does he have any rings? No. No. Ocho Cinco definitely does not. No. Let's is. give. Let's say that Ocho Cinco. I think that's a good comparison. Owens went to the Super Bowl, but they they lost. Copy. He went to okay. the Super Bowl with a big nab, and it Copy. was kind of a big deal that they lost. I would say that Westbrook is Ocho Cinco for the NBA, a guy who's insanely talented. But just hasn't got a ring. Now you could argue that for Ocho Cinco, he's always been on shitty teams. Right. I was gonna say I think there's a difference here because you're talking mindset. Like Ocho Cinco and Terrell Owens had the work ethic. Their mindset might have been a little bit too much on the flashy. But it feels like what you're kind of talking about is that you don't think he's got the work ethic. No, actually, I think it's really with the flashy. I think he fits along with those mindset in terms of he's focused on the wrong things. Gotcha. Okay. He wants to win games, but I don't know that he has the mindset to win to, championships. Exactly. You know what I mean? I need to Phil Jackson. Yeah, I don't even know who the fucking coach is for LA right now. But you mean it's not it's LeBron? Not Phil Jackson. <laughs> you mean LeBron's not coaching, managing? So we'll see. Being the president of the Lakers, it feels like it. You know, we'll see. I kind of want to sum this up with something that. I personally have been going through, and I think that a lot of people go through this, which is you have to be careful who you give your energy to. Right. Right? And, um, you know, this goes for even the rappers that are associating with people they don't need to be associating with anymore. It's like, dude, you have enough money, get out the hood. Why are you giving energy to people that are really just leeches? Yeah. And they probably don't want the best for you, they're just happy that you own right now. But, you know, they're talking shit behind your back. They want to be in your spot most of the time. And that kind of comes to the thought that I had, which I'm sure a lot of us have had before, which is um, if you're with someone or you have friends who, are, who just aren't happy or aren't fulfilled uh, and bring you down, you have to separate yourself because negativity and positivity are contagious. It's inevitable. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, you have to control what you consume and what you're around. I feel like people are not 
fully aware that they are in control. Um, a lot of times people feel like somebody close to them is supposed to listen or is supposed to be that person that they come talk to or give energy to and it's not reciprocated or it's toxic. You just take it and move on. You don't take it personal. You just right. say, this isn't working for me. This isn't reciprocated. This isn't respected. So I'm going to go find another person to put my energy in. What do you do when you feel like you love that person? You have to love yourself more. You're always going to wow. have to love yourself more. You have to be selfish enough to know that you've given all that you can to somebody else. And if they're not going to be respectful and, and appreciative and reciprocative of that, then you have to move on. Because you, if you're trying to foster growth for somebody else, they in turn have to do the same for you at some point. It's one thing when people have bad days or going through yeah. things or their seasons, but it's still supposed to be a mutual effort of like, if this person's going to be here for me, I have to be there for them. And if it's always one-sided, then you kind of have to take a break, pause, move on, do something else, find your own community. I think people forget that part that life is a journey and you're going to meet different people along the way. And some people are going to come across and fit and carry on. And then some people fall off and there's different timings for different things, but it's you're going to have to keep looking for the people that are reciprocative of your energy so that it's a mutual beneficial mm -hmm. relationship. For a lot of people, and this is why I kind of hate these conversations because it's, a, it's kind of cliche, a lot of these things, but it's true. That's why those cliches are cliches. Right. And so for a lot of people, that's easier said than done. Yeah. Right? It's simple, not easy. What are some tactics if you have somebody in your life that you love, but it's just dead weight or just constantly negative? Is it as simple as just blocking them, deleting their number? No, I guess it really depends on, on what the, uh, the relationship is, what you want out of that relationship, and what you're trying to accomplish. Like, If it's a loved one, like someone you're dating and they're mm -hmm. going through a phase... I mean, it's what's the hard part here is that trying to be like accepting and understanding can also feel like you're enabling and allowing the person to be codependent, which is kind of like the line you walk with it. But you can really only influence another person. So if you want someone to do well or do something, you have to try to like exude that influence. Like if somebody says they want to be in shape or if you want somebody to be mm -hmm. in shape, you got to offer the gym or the, both of you have to want that goal of like, hey, I really want to get in shape or feel better about myself, be more fit. And then you help out with that. I get annoyed sometimes when people try to think about accountability because it's like nobody's in the trenches with me. Everyone just wants to call in. Hey, did you finish your goal today? Nah. All right, cool. Try it again tomorrow. That's not accountability to me. If you want to be a real influence, you got to be in the trenches. You got to show up. Hey, how you doing? You got to check in on the person. You got to be willing to make the extra steps. Say, hey, I brought you some salad or I brought you some food. Hey, you want to go out and eat something like this? Like, if you want to help someone change, you have to be an influence. What if they still don't want to do it? Then at that point, then you pull back. Gotcha. And yeah. save your energy. Yeah. You can only help those willing... You can only help those that yeah. want to change. They it's have the old to be saying, willing. right? You can lead a horse to water, but, but you, you can't, can't make them drink. No. 
No, you can only help those who are yeah. willing to help themselves. Yeah. You can give someone all the tools in the world. Yeah. But if they don't want to put in any work, I yeah. mean, this is you why can't do the work for them. This is why sometimes low-key I stop trying to be a, a helpful voice to certain people when they would call me sometimes because I felt yeah. like I was feeling like a broken record just giving a lot of energy and motivation yep. and I'm like I realized at the same point I'm like this is the third time I've said this and they're not making any changes and it's draining I'm, it's extremely draining so I'm like you know I can't do this anymore I think I even said once I'm like look I don't want to be a broken record anymore and if this is going to be the case then I'd honestly rather just not right. because I don't have the energy to give this much for nothing you only have so much energy and really at this point especially in our careers where we're on the come up we're trying to make shit happen we yeah. got to spend that energy on ourselves. absolutely you have to absolutely that's why it's so important again who you spend your time with right. who you allow access to right. who you tell your things to again not everybody's for everything and you're going to learn which people are which for, are for which things some people you go to to cry with, some people you go to to party with, some people you go to you're happy mm. with, some people you go to with this with. Now, again, those have to be mutual relationships and you gotta be giving back to the other person, but it's not one person for everything and it's not everybody for everything. You find which person brings what out of you and you gravitate to who right. brings the best parts. Huh. Okay, so can you have the same mindset when it comes to, let's say, in our, in our case, a girlfriend? Um, where maybe she doesn't inspire me. Maybe she doesn't have the, uh, that much going on. But at least I get that from my friends mm -hmm. so I can put up with her shit. Yeah, yeah. That's exactly why we have other friends and other people yeah. is that... Again, somebody is for certain things. Like you have the people that you go yeah. to with for for these things. But if it's your significant other, eventually, you're gonna have to live with that person. Yeah, well, you don't you live would, with your friends. You would want somebody who's at, who's motivated and ambitious, and somebody yeah. working. Right. Um, but those are standards you have to, you know, put yeah. up. Like from the beginning, like when you start talking to somebody and you realize, oh, this person doesn't have any goals or ambition, do I continue forward or pull right. away? Men used to want a stay-at-home wife, just a beautiful woman to stay at home. and It's too expensive in California. Exactly. Growing up, I had that idea for myself because that's yeah. what my grandparents have. Yeah, it's too expensive. But like you now. said, it's too fucking expensive. Like unless you, you need to. have a certain job, live yeah. a certain lifestyle. Which is what we want. Yeah. As filmmakers and podcasters, that's what we want. But even then, I would at least want a woman who... I don't know if I want who... a stay-at-home wife, but... No, I'm saying... Yeah. Okay, fair enough. Because I was saying at that point, at least we can afford it. I would like to be able to afford it, exactly. but I don't necessarily think that I would personally want somebody who's just... I mean, don't get me wrong. Because it's understand. not inspiring or because... No, it's just that... I mean, I guess it also depends on where you're at in the whole kid conversation about sure. having it. But if there's, especially if there's no children, then no, there's nothing for you to do at home. You you can go out and at do that some point things. you have there's, house cleaners yeah. and maids and yeah, exactly. right. Like there's what are you doing? Yeah. Fair. If anything, I still have dogs. I can get someone to walk yeah. the dogs. So, however, we can do what Dirk has done to his girlfriend, which is when we get on, we can use some of our money to fuel their businesses. Of course. 
Um, I mean, again, ideally, they have business ideas. Right. I get the the hope is that you know somebody does their thing, and you know all that love and support and energy that went there finally gets reciprocated, and that person can then fuel the other person's ambitions and dreams and goals. But the person right. has to have right. ambitions and dreams and goals. Like, yeah, that's the first step. Yeah, it's the easiest step. That's that's sometimes the hard part. the hardest step. Depending on your I perspective. I, I don't know. But depending on perspective. It's the easiest sometimes. step. Execution is the hardest part. Let's keep it real. But the easiest this step is, is, is dreaming the thing. That's why when you meet somebody, whether it's... Um, the fantasies are easy. You know, uh, a girl that you're trying to court or a homie. When you meet somebody and they don't have any ambition or, or at least any idea of what they want to do, it's, it's kind of mind-boggling. Oh, yeah. No, uh, I hated it. But you know what it is? I'll tell you what it is. It's what I mentioned last week, which is uh, being overwhelmed by too much. There's too many options now. But and they the, see everybody's the, doing them. But here's, the, but here's the funny thing. Because what I've, I've come across with a few people who are like that, and maybe that might be the case. They haven't voiced it to say there's too many options. But what I've noticed is that they're still not trying. Because they're see, scared. They because they're see scared. all the options, but that's the, you have to... Fear is always gonna be there. Like you just gotta fucking move at some yeah. point. Like right. who cares? Facts. You know the you know the biggest Facts. problem is, is that everyone is, a, is has such a fear of embarrassment. Right. And it really doesn't fucking. Everyone's afraid of social oh. embarrassment. And it's like it doesn't fucking matter. I tell so many people like no one cares if you fail. They really don't. Just keep going. Only you yeah. care because it so hurts funny. you. Yeah, exactly. You know what? That that's just a narcissistic mentality to think everyone, that people everyone, actually care about you that much. But that's what everyone's in I their know, own little space. Like, oh my that's god, everyone's reality. thinking of me. Everyone's yeah. judging me. Yeah, yeah, everyone's yeah. gonna talk shit. And yeah. yeah and, and you know, one problem is that when we see for the influencers, we do see all the people who talk shit and all the negativity that comes. We get it. But at the end of the day, I told somebody, I would rather have risked it than regretted it. Mm -hmm. I'd rather risk doing it and say I tried it, it didn't work, or I enjoyed it or didn't enjoy it, than regretted not doing it. Yeah. It's funny because that's, I think most people will agree with that logically. Right. But the but irony actually taking the that first fear, step to yeah, do it, that, that, fear that fear is crippling. That's insane. They just sit there on it's their insane. phone all day and they just scroll and they're like, wow, this you, person's doing it. You know, they're doing it. They're you know, doing it. You know, another thing that I, I heard that's a, a really good little mind hack that for people who feel nervous about things and they feel that sense of fear, like they don't want to do something. And I think it was a psychologist. I'm sure a few psychologists have said this, but the feelings for nervousness and excitement are almost the same. So if you can tell yourself, instead of I'm nervous, I'm excited, right. you can kind of hack yeah. your own brain to be like, because the feelings are generally the same. You're kind of just unaware, on alert, you're, you're ready to go. They run the same. If you can instead tell, tell yourself that you're excited about trying this out, rather, or you're, you're excited about the nervousness, then you can kind of get past the first yep. step. It's the same mind hack that you, uh that people say when, when they say, you don't have to do this, you get to do this. Right, exactly, exactly. It's an opportunity. You change your perspective, you come from a place of gratitude, compassion, understanding, joy, you can find the energy and focus, hopefully, to push on. Right. But it's so frustrating because I've had friends where they're like, I think I would love to do this, or I would love to try this. It's like, I've really been thinking about this, and I'm just like, just fucking do it. 
Just fuck. I don't get why you're you're still asking for permission. You know what's almost worse than not starting ever? The talking about it? Quitting halfway. It's like, dude, why the fuck did you even waste your time? Well, just if, complete it. Whatever that is. Well, I, 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 the only caveat to that is, is I, I only say if, if you've started something and you realize this is not for you, then I'm by all means. But if that's the okay. pattern, Fair. if that's the behavioral pattern where we start and quit and start and quit mm -hmm. and we don't learn, grow, or, or really like give an attempt to anything, then no, you're keeping yourself in a cage. That's the majority, that's the story of majority of screenwriters in LA, I feel like. It's, they, hmm. they, they have a half in screenplay. <laughs> yeah. They've been working on this thing for seven years. <laughs> I've got a sweet You know what I like mean though? It's like, yes, yes, dude, absolutely what are you doing? Yeah. You're in the town to fucking do it. Do it, shit, or get off the pot. Go right. back home to fucking Kansas or get it done. Those are your right. two options. Right. No one cares about the excuses. No. No. It's either excuses or results. Yep. And here's the truth. I mean, at the end of the day, it's not to say that. Sometimes legitimate things will happen and get in the way that you can't accomplish whatever the task is. Like, life happens. But if you quit, then it will never get accomplished. And the people that we all celebrate are the ones that continued on in some way. They just didn't quit. Yeah. The ones that made it just didn't quit. There's a whole bunch of failures. They only need the one success. And they only got there by saying, I'm going to keep going even though that one didn't work. Success, actually, now I think about it, is it can be equated to the belief in God. I remember talking to somebody recently, and uh, their perspective uh, on why they couldn't believe in God was, was logic. Was that it doesn't logically make sense that, that some being could create all of this. And, and, uh, yeah, I can get that. Right, right sure. And, and, my, and my perspective was, well, what do you have to lose? What do you have to lose? If we're only on this earth for 80, 90 years, a finite amount of time, what do you have to lose? Then fucking might as well believe in something. Because if you do, let's just say that God is real and that you live your life believing in him, believing in him and uh, have a relationship with him, him being whatever you want to call it, uh, then you get to reap the benefits. And let's say that God isn't real. And you live your life believing him and loving him and this, that, and the third. Well, then you just die like the rest of them. You have nothing to lose. You I might mean, as well believe in something. You might as well try. But here's the funny, the funny walk the line. If you're going to believe in him, you have to also live in that way. Because that's the people who believe and, and truly live for the spirit live a better life. They're sure. generally happier people. That's the hardest part. And that's, but exactly, that's the thing. If you live a life of service, you live a life of giving back, you live a life of compassion and integrity, like you live that life if you're choosing to believe and operate in that. Because there's a lot of people who are religious and very judgmental. And that's why for so many years, a whole generation didn't want to go to church. Uh, I would say currently that's the case as well. Right. Yeah, exactly. But if you live in it, and again, like you said, even if, if, if you choose to believe and it turns out he's not, 
all you've done is still live your life as a better human being and ha will have made an impact, hopefully, on someone else's life for the good. You know what I just realized? Which I'm sure everybody knows, but I just realized religion has got convoluted with politics. Now it's kind of always been that case. Exactly. So there's a lot of yeah, religious wars. Right. There's a lot of yes, a yes. lot of separatism sure, with, with sure. religions. I'm just saying that we equate the right to being God fearing religious folk, and we equate the left to being more of a free thinking kind of sure, you know, free spirited whatever they want to believe folk. Mm -hmm. That's that's the stigma between the two parties. Right. The irony is, if you truly are religious. I'll speak from my perspective, having grown up as a Jehovah's Witness. God doesn't want you to partake in any politics at all. So the, the, the irony that, that it's got convoluted between parties, is it's, it's kind of weird because like witnesses don't even vote because we don't want to get involved with politics. God doesn't care about politics. And from a logical perspective, I think that makes sense. Why would God care about politics? Something that, to your point, has led to wars and mass destruction and well, just terrible things. In a way, politics is trying to, I guess, create some kind of hierarchy to the point, if we're using the logic of God creating all men equal and in his own image and light, of course he wouldn't care about politics exactly. because you are all my children. Right. You are all on the same level, whereas humans are like, well, no, how do we operate? How would we run? Who do we listen to? I need someone to point it out. Hmm. The gift and curse of humans. Right. Signing off, y'all. Boss talk. Later. Peace.